Hello, how are you doing everyone? It's Tom here, um, just on a new podcast, basically about the topic of this lovely virus that isn't so lovely that all the businesses are dealing with at the moment. Um, There's so many mixed opinions on what to do and what not to do and how people can get lost in how it's going to affect the future coming uh, years of you know how well your business is going to do so I think that I just want to share really my mindset on what I'm doing and how my mind is to do with dealing with it so that I can stay along the track of what kind of where I want to go so there's a couple of areas here I think three mainly there's kind of your personal there's your business and then there's your side hustle if you want to call it that which for me is property so it's property tree work business and personal so personal i've already got a fixed mortgage so luckily i've refinanced i've got a further advance on my mortgage before this happened if you haven't done that it's certainly something that i'd look at doing pulling as much equity out of your property as possible um, providing it doesn't put up your monthly payments to an extreme level that is detrimental because having cash is uh, a really key thing at the moment. So that is one thing I'd do. Um, I'd look at your expenses. I mean, I have a kind of list uh, spreadsheet of all my expenses that I have to deal with personally to do with getting in gardeners, cleaners, uh, monthly bills, and kind of reevaluate them really and look at what you can drop, what you can maintain and, kind of what you can save money on so it's pretty limited personally what you can do alongside not being extravagant with spending of course and look at ways you can still do some fun stuff to stay motivated through not spending loads of money um so the other the other you know thing to look at is your main income if you're if you have your own business i think that you need to you should have a kind of five year plan maybe a one year plan you need to reevaluate that you need to, and by doing that the only way you can figure out what you can do is looking at your expenses um, now looking at your expenses and your predicted income can give you your budget for the year and which in effect will will kind of adjust what your targets are so as soon as this kicked in all i did was look at my budget look at different scenario the five different scenarios that i felt that my business could be in um, in the coming months and by the end of the year and then readjust the budget to reflect what i thought would happen which was relevant to my business that then gave me an idea of what overheads I can cut. It gave me an idea of what income would adjust and therefore that left me with knowing what I should be doing with regards to resources, management, my practical staff and how to restructure so that I could still achieve what I wanted to by the end of the year. So let me give you a quick idea as to how I did that. Um, Firstly, again, looked at the figures. Then I looked at what my original goals were. So for instance, some of my goals were become finance free. They were to have uh, efficient machinery for teams. They were to increase my staff from three teams to four teams. They were to 
take a certain amount of profit out of the company. So what I've done is I actually sold some machinery that wasn't on finance, that wasn't used much. I then sold my old fleet and bought a new fleet not on finance uh, which kicked out a couple of items on finance in the interim so by doing that it meant I became finance free quicker I had better resources quicker yes I don't have one of my machines anymore that I was utilizing but it was very rare that I was utilizing it and I think it's times like this when you need to prioritize what services you use what you need to do that and really become lean and uh, stay quite slimline on, on what you do well, what you know makes money and not going outside the ordinary. So that's what I did. Um, so in a sense, I invested more money in my equipment, but by selling equipment and adding a few funds to that as well. So that meant that I brought some of my goals quicker, uh, sooner, the finance free. It meant that my team have better equipment and it means that I'm in good stead for saving costs on machinery costs which may go wrong with older machinery because I've got newer, a newer fleet. So it's little things like that that you can look to do with your business but maybe in different ways depending on what your business is. So <clears throat> that's what I did. Um, I then looked at the furlough scheme which obviously a lot of people have done. I'm not going to go into that because if you've made people furlough you know you know, it's it's uh, it's a beneficial thing to do for the short term, but it gives you an idea as to what systems you need to change and what software you can implement through your systems and processes, through having restricted people in the office or having, you know, um, people working from home. So that in itself is a negative thing. But as long as you jump on it and put a lot of effort in, you can find a new way of systemizing your processes that is cloud-based so that you're future-proofing yourself, but also you're making yourself more efficient when everyone does come back. So it's about finding the problems, finding a solution for the problems, but not just a solution for the short term, finding a solution that can benefit you in the future when things go back to normal, which they will do. And the, the negative thing that a lot of big companies have is they're spending all their time figuring out what they're gonna do in the short term to live, whereas if you're a medium to smaller company, you can use these problems to be more efficient on an ongoing basis so your time isn't being wasted. Because that's what this all is all about, leverage of time, leverage of your productivity and how you can continue that in the future. So that's quite a bit that I've been doing for my tree firm, um, alongside client management on another level. So I realized that now is the most important time to market, to make it easier for your clients to buy with you. So I've, uh, with a, a, a someone that I've co contracted in, we've created an instant quotation software that is on our website that we promote. So that allows us to allow our clients to quote easier, quicker, and get a quicker quote back, which is something that a lot of companies aren't offering at the moment. We've also created a software uh, that we will be actually uh, 
kind of putting out as a product, uh, but that's something for another podcast. Um, but this software manages your clients in a way that it flags up if you haven't talked to them in a certain time frame. It allows you to list prospects that you want to approach and it allows you to pass this software login onto a telemarketer to do the work for you um, and it's quite a visual thing that we've got a big 50 inch screen in the office that we can view it from there's a lot to it but in essence it shows us our class one clients who we should be paying attention to who's slipping through the cracks who we should be pushing um, our efforts on to convert a prospect to a client and that is a key thing that people are forgetting about just in order to survive. They're thinking about their own company, but they need to be thinking about their clients and how they can make it easier to continue that income coming in. So that is another main thing I've been doing. So with the property thing, it's totally thrown it up, up and down. I mean, I don't know if you're into property, but if you are, you'll know that you used to be able to get 15% loan to value. Now that has changed to minimal of 25% for the majority of people. Um, the further advance limit, which is if you're increasing the value of a property, you used to have a minimal limit of 15 grand. So if you bought it for 200,000, you increased it to 215,000, uh, the value, you could still get, <coughs> excuse me, you could still get a further advance. Whereas now they've increased that limit to 50. So you'd have to increase it from 200,000 to 250. So, it's a lot harder to, that makes purchases a lot harder. It makes um, renovations a lot harder because it's a bigger jump. And also the target market of HMOs, which I've been into, is in a bit of dire, uh, well, it's a bit of a dire situation due to the fact that students have a lot more leverage now. They're kind of telling landlords how many months they're gonna be there as opposed to being locked in for 11 that's even if they are going back. And then if we have another spike next year, it's just gonna continue. So I've flipped it to focus away from HMOs and go to single buy to lets. I've done that because of the reasons I said, but also I think that single buy to lets, there's gonna be a lot more properties up for less money over the coming year because people can't afford, they will have lost their jobs, um, some people may have unfortunately or they may not be able to afford 25% for an investment property as a deposit so there's going to be a lot more properties up for a better purchase price which doesn't often happen <clears throat> so again it's a problem the benefit to it is that more properties will be up for sale for a better price but you need to find yourself in a position so that you can um, get those properties while they're lower because when they get higher you can again get a further advance and it means you can essentially pull most of your money out how to get money to do this bounce back loans are obviously they're not for purchasing properties they're for helping a company in need but if you can use that bounce back loan for your company and save more money through companies to invest as a deposit, that is the key area where you're going to assist yourself, really. Um, so that's a way, further advance on your own residential property if you have one, or savings, borrowing money on family, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so there's lots of ways you can get money to get these properties when they're at a lower value. 
So that is something that I've switched and I'm focusing on as well. So yeah, so really that's, that's just a few kind of adjustments that I've been doing in the personal business, my tree work business and uh, my property firm to try and be as effective and forward going as I was prior to this crisis happening. So providing you're being proactive, you're staying on the ball and you're keeping motivated, you're not diving too much into the news and feeling down, then that is a key, that is key to still being able to achieve things this year and next year as opposed to looking back and just looking that you're on standstill with your goals. So there you go. So a little bit about what I'm doing to do with COVID. Hope you guys can uh, be proactive as well. And I will look forward to speaking with you soon. Thanks very much.